Welcome to Value Nigeria podcast. This is a podcast where we daily strive to improve our investing practice in a bid to invest like the best investors around the world and um, get better returns in the long run. How has your week been? I hope it's been a productive time for you. Let me use this opportunity to say a very big thank you to everyone out there listening to this podcast. Knowing that you're there to listen makes all the effort that we put in worth the while. Thank you very much. You guys are the stars. Last week, we had a talk about REITs, which are real estate investment trusts. And um, we talked about their importance on the stock exchange and the role that these companies can play even in your portfolio. If you've not listened to that episode, I think it will do you a lot of good to go back and listen to that. This week, we'll be talking about something a little bit controversial. And that's just because there's a lot of divided opinion about it. We'll be talking about bonus shares and whether they constitute a source of returns or a source of benefit even to ordinary shareholders. What are the proven ways by which shareholders tend to get benefits or tend to make their profits in their investments? The first is by them receiving dividends. So dividends are a portion of the earning per share or the earnings of every company that are distributed to all the shareholders of that company and it's distributed to them in the proportion of their holdings. Um, say, for example, a company makes one naira as its earning per share at the end of a financial period. The board of the company can decide to pay a percentage of this. Say, maybe they pay 40 kobo or 40% of this out to each shareholder as their dividends. Uh, so, if a person owns 1,000 units, at the end of the year, they'll be receiving about 400 naira back from the company as their dividends, even for that financial period. The second source of shareholder benefits is capital appreciation. Now, this is when you buy the shares of a company at a particular price, but due to the economics of that company being favorable, people tend to value that company more and the price goes up. So if you decide to sell at a later date, you'll be selling the company at a more valuable price than you had bought it. So this is just capital appreciation, where the value of your investments in the company has gone up due to an increase in price. Lately, we've seen quite a lot of companies that are issuing bonus shares even to their shareholders. And people tend to cheer the management even when they declare bonus shares. But the question before us this day is to try and find out if bonus shares actually do constitute a source of tangible returns to shareholders. There's no acceptable or there's no universal answer to this question, but I'm just going to lay the argument plain before you and I'll leave you to make your own minds on what your opinion is about this subject. Now, for us to understand the issue of bonus shares, I think it's best that we go back to how companies are set up and then we understand a few basic truths. Okay, So when an individual gets an idea for a business or for a company, the person goes to the Corporate Affairs Commission of Nigeria and registers a company. While registering the company, there are a couple of things that need to be declared, that need to be in the company papers at registration. The first is the maximum number of shares that this company is allowed to have. Now, let's just assume that I'm registering company XYZ and um, I tell the Corporate Affairs Commission that we are will be having a maximum of 100,000 units. So a total of 100,000 units of this company shares will be created 
And then the next thing that we need to tell the Corporate Affairs Commission is the value of each unit of shares. This is called the nominal value. For most companies on the Nigerian Stock Exchange, the nominal value is about 50 kobo. So we've created 100,000 shares and each of those shares at the creation of the company is worth 50 kobo. So we have 100,000 shares each worth 50 kobo. So at creation, how much is this company worth? So you multiply the total number of units, which is 100,000, by the nominal value, which is 50 kobo. So you get 50,000 naira. So at the birth of this company, this company is worth 50,000 naira. That's the authorized share capital. That's the capital that is backing each share of the company. So we've set up XYZ company, but rather than issue out the total 100,000 units that we have the authorization for, we can choose to issue out only 50,000 shares, so half of the authorized share capital. So if we issue 50,000 shares at 50 kobo, the share capital of the company, what the company is actually worth, will now be 50,000 multiplied by 50 kobo, which is 25,000 naira. Even though we have authorization for this company to be worth 50,000 naira at creation, we have only created enough shares of this company to be worth 25,000. So we leave ourselves with a lot of leeway. Okay, so if you pick up any company in the financial reports on the equity section of the balance sheet, you will find a line item there called the share capital. And this is just what we have explained. So the share capital is the total number of units in issue multiplied by the nominal value of each share. That will give you the share capital of that company. Now, let's assume that XYZ company begins to grow and um, we are doing quite well. We are earning a lot of money and I need to sell more shares to the public. Remember that we had authorization for 100,000 units, but I've only issued 50,000 of those units at creation. I can then say, okay, now I want to sell 10,000 more units of this company. So from our 50,000 deficits that we had, we have created an additional 10,000 units. But this time, because the company is worth much more, because we are now making profit, people want to buy this company, we won't be valuing it at 50 kobo anymore, which is the nominal value. Let's assume that we now sell this 10,000 units at 1 naira each. Remember that out of that 1 naira, 50 kobo is the nominal value. 50 kobo is the additional value that we feel this company is now worth. So we have sold 10,000 units. We have raised 10,000 naira. Initially, we had raised 25,000 naira. Now we have raised an additional 10,000 naira. So what does the company do? The nominal value of this 10,000 units is 50 kobo. So 50 kobo multiplied by 10,000, that's 5,000 naira. So of the 10,000 naira that we've, we've raised, 5,000 will be going into the share capital. Remember that we said the share capital is the total number of units that have been issued multiplied by the nominal value. So 25,000 becomes 30,000. Just stick with me. I know we are talking a lot of numbers. So the share capital of the company goes up to 30,000 naira now. Now we are left with 5,000, which is the balance of the extra 50 kobo that we felt the company is now worth much more or over the nominal value of 50 kobo. So we have 5,000 naira that has been created extra. But this does not go into the share capital. 
And that's just because share capital is only for nominal value multiplied by total number of units in circulation. So, a special segment in equity is created because it's equity of the company. And this line item is now called share premium. So, if you open the financials of any company, you'll find share capital, you'll find the value. Below that, you might find share premium. That's if they have any premium which is like the excess of the nominal value that this company has raised during public offers or during rights offers. So, 5000 goes into share premium. Now that we understand how companies have been formed and how their capital structure is formed, let's talk a little bit about bonus shares. Now, bonus shares are free shares that the company feels it should distribute out to its shareholders in a way to reward them for being loyal shareholders or for holding the shares of this company. Now, when these free shares are created, they are taken out of the balance of the authorized share capital. So remember XYZ, we had the authorization for 100,000 units. We initially created 50,000 units and sold 10,000 more units. So we have exhausted 60,000 units of the 100,000 units that we have the authorization from Corporate Affairs Commission to own. So if we decide to issue any bonus shares, we'll be taking it out of this 40,000 units that has not been declared or has not been issued out. Okay, that's the first thing. So it's not just created out of thin air. There's already authorization from the Corporate Affairs Commission to have these units of shares. The next thing is that these shares are distributed to their shareholders using a particular ratio. So the company will say that we are giving a 1 for 5 bonus or we are giving a 1 for 10 bonus. And what this means is that you'll receive one new share of this company for every 10 or for every 4 of this company you held before now. Let's take an example. So we now have 60,000 units of XYZ company. The company has now decided to do a 1 for 10 bonus. So what this means is that for every 10 units of this company that you've held before now, the company will be giving you an additional 1 unit free of charge. So we've had 60,000 units in circulation, 60,000 divided by 10, that will give us 6,000. So the company is issuing out an additional 6,000 units. Remember that we've only exhausted 60,000 units. So with this new 60,000 that we are giving out free, that the total number of units in circulation goes up from 60,000 to 66,000. Now, because these shares are free, they are given out to shareholders and shareholders do not pay any money for them. However, we've increased the total number of units of this company. Therefore, the share capital of the company too must go up. Remember, we said share capital is the total units in circulation multiplied by the nominal value. The nominal value of XYZ company is 50 kobo. We've given out these shares for free to all our shareholders. However, we must reflect that the share capital of the company has gone up on the balance sheet. So the company has, is issuing out an additional 6,000 units, which will boost the share capital of the company by 6,000 multiplied by 50 cover, which is the, the nominal value of each share. So 6,000 times 0. 0.5 will be 3,000. So the share capital of the company was previously 30,000 Naira. Now we are increasing it by an additional 3,000. So the share capital goes up from 30,000 
to 33,000. Now, but these shares were distributed free of charge to all the investors. How is this 3,000 Naira sourced for? What the company does is to go back to pay for these shares one way or the other, but they don't necessarily pay. What they do is that the share premium that was the extra equity that was generated in excess of the nominal value of each unit. So the company deducts this 3,000 Naira from the share premium. Remember earlier, we had a share premium of 5,000 Naira. So the company moves 3,000 from the share premium into the share capital and share premium becomes 2,000 Naira. Okay, So basically, that's the story of the accounting behind how bonus shares are created and how they are accounted for in the books of the company. Money does not change hands in share in bonus issues. The share capital of the company goes up, but the share premium goes down, ideally. Some companies deduct it from the retained earnings, but ideally going by IFRS and all the rules and regulations, it should be from the share premium that this comes out from. Now, Let's say an individual owned 1,000 units of this company. A, a bonus of 1 for 10 has been declared. He gets an additional 100 units. So the, the shareholder now owns 1,100 units. Now the shareholder might feel he's, made, um, he's making progress. The company has been generous and has increased the shareholding even by about 10%, which is what a 1 for 10 bonus will translate to. So he now owns 1,100 units. However, because the share capital of this company has gone up, the market capitalization must reflect the fact that additional shares were created without collecting money from the, for these shares. Okay, So the market capitalization must remain the same but the total number of shares has gone up. So how does the exchange account for this? The exchange takes the new number of shares that the company has, which is 66,000, and makes those 66,000 shares what, what 60,000 shares were worth earlier. I'll just take that again so that we understand. Um, remember, 50,000 shares were created at the inception of the company, 10,000 shares were sold during a right issue. So, total issued shares were 60,000 units. Now, we have created a bonus shares of 6,000 units using 1 for 10 ratio. And we now have 66,000 units in circulation. Because those additional 6,000 units were created without payments for those shares, without any payment from the shareholders, the 66,000 units in the market, that's the market capitalization, must be made to be worth exactly what the 60,000 units earlier were worth. So there's a complex way the exchange calculates it. But at the end of the day, the 66,000 units will be worth exactly what 60,000 units were worth earlier. So the price of the share comes down. Okay. So, what are the benefits or what are the upsides of issuing bonuses? Now, the first is that the total number of shares in circulation goes up, so the company becomes much more liquid. The shares of the company trade easily from person to person. 
The next advantage is that um, for some companies, they use bonus shares to try and manage the share price of their company. They don't want the share price to go up quite so fast. So they issue bonus shares to try and bring down the price. Another advantage is that the company is able to move funds out of share premium into the share capital. Okay, um, For some accounting reasons, which I don't want to go into to complicate the scenario, but sometimes companies prefer, rather than having share premium, they want to move it into the share capital and they do that using bonus issues. Now, what are the disadvantages? One of the prominent disadvantages is that the company, as the company becomes much more liquid, occasionally there could be sell pressure. You know, you've created additional units. People have more units than they may need and they will want to sell these their extra units. So they, it creates a lot of sell pressure on the share price and sometimes there is a rapid drop in the share price of these companies once the new shares have been listed. Another disadvantage is that, you know, once a company declares a bonus, once the bonus is accounted for in the stock exchange, the price of this company is adjusted downwards and um, occasionally some of those prices never attain the heights that they've reached in the past. Now, at the end of the day, the shareholders have more units of the, sh- of the company. However, those more units are worth exactly the same with what they held before in the past. Let's give an illustration. Uh, Say you have a cake and we've divided that cake into four pieces. So we've divided it into quarter pieces. So you have one quarter, one quarter, one quarter, and one quarter. Now, imagine as a shareholder, I own one quarter of that company. Now, the company is saying that, okay, we are going to divide this cake rather than into four pieces. We'll divide it into eight pieces. So each quarter gets divided into two. So now I have two pieces of um, one over eight, but if I put them together, I still have one quarter. I might have two units of the company, but putting it together is still worth exactly what one unit of the company was worth in the past. So at the end of the day, you own more units, but those more units are worth exactly the same as your previous holdings were. So you are neither better for it and you 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 are not worse for it either. Sometimes, after issuing of bonuses, the company is able to generate much more earnings per share and the share price of that company goes up again and it's worth even much more than it was in the past. Occasionally, that happens, but most times, it just creates a lot of sell pressure on the company and it's difficult even for the company to attain the high prices that it has attained in the past. At the end of the day, bonus issues oftentimes benefits the company. It makes probably no difference to the shareholders. And so, personally, I'm not an advocate or I'm not a strong advocate for bonus shares issuance. Most companies these days, rather than try to increase the total number of um, issued shares, they are even trying to reduce it. We saw Dangote Cement announcing sometime last year that they'll be doing a share buyback program. So what that means is that they are buying shares on the floor of stock exchange and they are cancelling those shares. So if you owned 10% of the company and they cancel some parts of those shares, rather than owning 10%, your ownership of that company has gone up. So rather than companies on the floor of the stock exchange issuing share bonuses, 
we rather that they look inwards and do share buybacks reduce the total number of shares in circulation make each share worth much more than it was worth in the past rather than make it worth less than it was worth in the past um i hope this is a path that uh, many companies on the stock exchange begin to to and uh, they look into in summary we've just tried to look at what um, bonus shares are we've looked at the accounting how it is accounted for in the equity section of the balance sheet in reality we've looked at how it plays out on the floor of the stock exchange and um, it depends on which side of the coin you look at it from it may constitute a benefit to shareholders if the share price appreciates but most times it makes no difference or even constitutes a hazard to shareholders as share price tend to decrease after share bonuses have been declared lastly rather than companies looking at bonus share issuances they probably should begin to look at share buybacks to make the remaining shares much more valuable than they were originally unlike bonus shares that make them less valuable than they originally were thank you very much for listening to this episode of the podcast i hope we've picked up one or two things you can reach out to us if you have any questions or if you have a different opinion than what i have postulated um very happy to hear from you thank you very much for listening you have a beautiful week ahead bye